Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in a ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're down under... Crikey. In the great state of Australia. What? Right? Great state. I watched Gorilla be fuck a rattlesnake. <coughs> the dingo eat your baby. As Maybe d- the dingo eat your baby. I fucked the dingo. Because WCW is... The dingo warrior? <laughs> no, it's Dana. <laughs> That's Ooh. right. As WCW <coughs> is down under in Australia for this week. Next week or two weeks? Two. Two weeks. As uh, we're down under for there. And for WWF, it's another week with no competition in their minds. Well, I wouldn't call it just another week. We'll get to that later. I think we did it for someone. <sighs> I am your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the man that's just dying all of a sudden, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike. We will... I'm choked up. You're choked I up? I feel for The Rock. He's been, he's been railroaded. You know, he only has $7 in the pocket. Yeah, you can see it. $7, guys. So let's get into it. October 9th of the year 2000 <laughs> for Monday Nitro. We're in Brisbane, Australia. Brisbane! It's not, not far from Lubbock, Texas, right, Joe? You know, it's maps. across the street, right? Mm-hmm. He knows Brisbane. Right, so Cairo, Atlanta. <laughs> uh, commentary team is one Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and straight shooting Stevie Ray. Gross. You know Hudson ain't gonna take time off from his actual job to fly all the way to fucking Australia. But not today. Today, this is, this is his full job. At the time, mm. well, Hudson's got a he's got a life. Shout out to Scott Hudson. We miss you dearly. More <laughs> on that on Thursday. We're gonna start the show off backstage with Jeff Jarrett showing up. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, that was Sting. That was Sting. <laughs> Sting's As a limo shows up and it's Sting. Oh no. Jeff Jarrett dressed up like Surfer Sting. From Sting from when he still gave a shit, apparently, according to Jeff Jarrett. When he had heart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, Tony plays it off like if it's the real Sting. Although uh, Jeff Jarrett was on significantly less steroids than that Sting was. Yes. So. Significantly less. <laughs> Someone deflated the Stinger. <laughs> was he tan enough? No. No. no he was <laughs> very, very pale. He wasn't ready for the main event. Uh, but yeah, it's the, I want to say blue and like red paint. I'm going to, oh, I don't remember this combo. I do. Bash of the Beach 95 versus Ming for the U.S. title, I believe. That's a, hmm, that's a match. I believe, yes, Sting and Ming. Guess that's not a five-star classic. No. Yeah. No. No, cool, neither one of them sold. What a fun match that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I think he won with, like, sand in the eye or something like that. Pocket sand! Yeah. All Still right. used pocket sand on <laughs> oh, yeah, me. Rolled him up, I think. The hell's he going to be, Ming? <laughs> yeah, right. Pocket sand! Come on, Where you at? Sting Ribble. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's the bash. That... Sting Cornet. Uh, <laughs> the bash of the beach sting it is the... Orange trunks with the blue scorpion. Also, it's inverted. I remember that. See, I remember yeah. that outfit. So it's inverted. He must have worn it around that time somewhere. Where like, was Bash 95 at? I was on the beach in Huntington Beach, California. Yes, sir. Shout out to Tito Ortiz. All right. Just kidding. Never. <laughs> uh, but let's go to our first match of the night, Down Under. As it's going to be prime time, Elix Skipper. Whose house? My house. 
Versus. I straight up said Swerve's house when he said it. <laughs> Versus <coughs> one Ray Mysterio Jr. Shout out to old Nitros. Well, cruiserweight action right? opening up. Right, little opener. Okay. The, the one downfall for the on the cock is that they use a generic theme song for Skipper, and it tones off uh, tones out the entire commentary team. No. Yeah, we missed like a minute and a half of commentary. Yeah. I'm sure they said nothing important, but yeah. we missed like a minute and no, a half of commentary. they didn't, in all fairness, but no, I got... See, that's why I, I love my other versions. I was like, like, is Tony just dropping just nothing but in bombs? Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Tonight, he's, ladies and gentlemen, go. He's cutting that Taz ECW pay-per-view promo. Good. Like his New Jack era commentary? What are we doing? <laughs> but, yeah, it was, yeah. Tony and the gang went out for 30 seconds, and we just lost what, what was going to happen. He was doing Carlin's seven words you can't say on TV bit. <laughs> sure, we don't make with the head. He's like, let me try so I can do this. Uh, as it's, I don't know if he's you like, guys. This doesn't cost me my job. Nothing will. I don't know, I don't know if you guys caught, but. It's either I don't know if Tony said he he is a former, but it sounded like Tony called Skipper the cruiserweight champion. He did. He did. Because yeah, okay. yeah, who can remember? Titles also, change. Why would Shivani care? Titles <laughs> change hourly in this company at this point. Uh, Skipper with a sunset flip over the ropes to the outside and power bombs Ray off the apron. Ray does a springboard leg drop. Uh, Skipper puts <clears throat> Ray on the top rope and then rocks along the ropes and then tries to do Hurricane Rana, and they just decide. To fall backwards and Skipper holding on to Ray. Try yeah. tries is the right word. I don't know if they decided to fall backwards. I, 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 know, I know they didn't. I know <laughs> they um, didn't. And more on this later. The way Kia, this is clearly a movie he wants to get over. Should learn how to do it first because yeah, it's yeah. not good. Why would you have like Ray do this? Like, or at least show him how to do it. You know, Ray can do this. Maybe have him go from a higher level. Who knows? We'll see. Off a cage. <laughs> also, I wonder if it's because Ray's so short. Could be. Maybe. It's like you're supposed to springboard off of the rope and catch the guy, and Ray is so small that you don't need to springboard, but if you don't springboard, then you just fall. Which which just happened. So yeah, I'm straight I, I, back. I'm blaming Ray. Shorty Ray. Uh, Ray with a head scissor takedown. Ray with a springboard front flip uh, onto Skipper on the outside. Uh, that one, by the way, uh, was the receipt. Yeah. Because that was stiff as fuck. <laughs> Ray hits the Ray Bronco, Bronco Buster. Then Tori Wilson comes through the crowd to attack Tigress, who was on commentary. This this distracts Ray and allow uh, Skipper to hit. It's Overdrive, but they've changed the name on Thunder to like uh, Play of the Day or something. Like that. Something like that, yeah. But they I'm gonna call the Crossroads with the feet. <clears throat> it's the Overdrive for the win. For one, thought this was a fun match. It was till the end. One thing I like about them going to Australia is the crowd is alive. You're not wrong. You you'd mentioned this off air that uh, it's it definitely should have been a focus for them. Yeah. Not only like the small towns that WWF doesn't go to, but like <laughs> Europe, Australia, Asia. They should have focused in foreign markets because like like TNA, they were giants in foreign markets. These people were happy to have them there. It's like the the lighting scenario too because they had like a big. Sp- Spotlight around mm-hmm. the like around the ring. I have a question, Corey. Yeah, as you are the database. Why is the bell different in other countries? That's a good question. It is though, isn't it? It bothers me. And so it's not even just wrestling. It's just a boxing. It, the fucking bell is different, and I don't yeah. understand why because it's just a bell. You'd think that would be no thing. I wouldn't catch that. Um, I don't know. That's a good question, though. It is. It, there's a different sound to it. It's mm-hmm. a different pitch. It's uh. I don't understand. I don't understand the. I don't get it. I'm gonna have to ask Cornette. Maybe he may know. God damn, he knows everything about old shit. Because 
bothers me. It's uh, it's just it's one, like of one of those small like details yeah. I notice every time there's a, anything in a different country. It's just one of those weird, unexplained things. Like, there's no particular reason it should be like that, but because everything is. is mic'd the same, it's the same setup. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we go backstage with Shane Douglas walking into. <laughs> do we? Uh, well, he runs into uh, Disco and Alex Wright, the Boogie Knights. How about those three on your screen, Corey? You excited <laughs> about that? Who want to rent Tory? They understand I mean, this right? I don't blame him. That's what I got. And I, then, I don't blame him. And then, and then he was going to say a bad word, but then Disco's like, hey, man, we're, you can't say. Whatever word you were going to say. And he says it anyway. It's franchise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the best part is that then we cut to the natural born thrillers walking, like, in the hallway. But you can still hear franchise saying, like, what? Franchise? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. It's like, crap. Yeah. Uh, we got our, we got our, speaking of the thrillers, we go to the, down to the ring. And it's, it's a, a promo for them. And it's, Low promo. It's going to be above, uh, An above, average, above promo. average promo here. That's right. Uh, that guy I'm Reno. That guy Reno is not with the gang because he had trouble getting <laughs> yeah, to Australia. He wasn't allowed to travel to the foreign yeah. country because yeah. he's a felon. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they meant to say. Yeah, get that old Booker T schedule. He lost his. Uh, he lost his passport. Is what happened? That's uh, he couldn't find it. That's yeah, what they uh, said. Security <laughs> guard in prison never gave it back. But so. Stevie Ray got in. That's what I want to know. His, his brother's felon. Stevie yeah. Ray. To this day, don't know their mother, according to, Steve, <laughs> according to Scott Steiner, allegedly. Uh, Mike Sanders says that he's the new com- commissioner. So to what? Yep, he just announced that he's he the new commissioner. himself the authority. As uh, he wants to spice up and get those r- 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 ratings as he is having um, OCD, like, OCD mode. Like, he's like, tonight we're going to have a whoop, 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 whoop. Like, what are, what are you doing? What is he curling from the Three Stooges? So, is <laughs> Russo ribbing himself? What are we yeah, doing here? Yeah. You can tell Russo's still writing because they're talking about ratings. So, as uh, we're going to have a down underwear match as Tori Wilson. Down Wils- where? Down below. Yeah. Okay, fucking the joke up. As it's going to be Tori Wilson versus Tigress, as this is what I quote. Both ladies start on safari gear, and the last one in their underwear underwear is the winner. Okay. That's incorrect. That would be backwards. Yeah, Mike Sanders. But that's what I quote. He's an idiot. So. Mike, but like, it's just a dumb thing of him. Like, he's over. Like, woo, like, like any three stooges of of like tonight. We're gonna get 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 low. It's like what? Oh, wise guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sanders says we're about to witness oh, the end of Goldberg's streak. <laughs> but then Miss uh, Miss Jones and the cat come on out. Cat says he's gonna put his foot up Sanders' ass. <laughs> Cat uh, wants to know since somehow they're both commissioners tonight, uh, they, they can work together. I, what? They're both. So Cat uh, wants to make a truce and says he wants to come dance. Uh, he wants to dance and uh, uh, dance with somebody. He brought some friends out and I was like, oh, so here comes MIA. Um, as MIA comes out, not positively with the Australian crowd as well. Turns out Made in America, not a big fan of Australia. So. Makes sense. I mean, you know. But did you notice what they did when they hit the stage? No. No. They spelt out MIA. Of course they did. Because if you look, Loco and Rection are holding hands to make the M, and, Dude. like, AWOL's the I, and then, uh... MIA, 
<laughs> Loco is like holding his arms up like an A. So, so uh, village people, yeah, they soapy dicks. This is two, those, for, the, for the Q fans. This is two thousand. Yeah. This is two thousands joking. So like, uh, they my A's as gay as the YMCA. Yep, that's what they would have said back then. But guys, what are you talking about? Last Nowadays, week I would just say this is lame. But what last week, guys, we found out that they're the, they're the like locker room generals. They're the five star matches. They're the if Bill Demott's your locker room leader, your locker room is fucked. I would never have aired that interview on Thursday because, like, in what circumstance does anybody believe those guys can be the locker room leaders? I'm seriously like, like you know, Kevin Ash is still here, right? Like, uh, it's like. These guys are clearly sniffing their own farts. Like, right. Come on. So, Chavo, the work rate when we're out there. My question, Corey. Check the ratings. Because, <laughs> like, Nash, well, he doesn't care. I know. Who's legit the locker room leader at this point? There's nobody there. You're right. Because Sting is... Sting is for sure not it. I think Booker's trying to be at mm, the time. That's, that's a couple, couple issues with Booker D. Mostly these black. J- Jared? <laughs> that's not going to work. Uh, I don't think Jared's Jared's just there to, he's he's trying to get paid, Doc. There is one. There is one. Honestly, Goldberg's no leader. Who's Steve your Steiner's no leader? Who's your agent? Back not an agent. Because Regal's Ace. on the other show now, so it's not him. Johnny Ace. Hey, is, I uh, got an idea. Uh, he just started as the Finnish guy, and the, uh, I think Finley's working as an agent. He is. So maybe Finley. Uh, Arn is around, but I mean, I, the ship's sunk. Jesus no, Christ, dude. There's no leaders. Well, they all come out. We get an all-out brawl here between. You don't say. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage with uh, just Disco and uh, Alex Wright dancing in front of mirrors. They get a tag title match tonight. Um, how do they want a title match? Yes. Okay. Uh, so since uh, I like your thinking, sir, dancing moves. In my mind, when we go down to uh, down, Austra- down there, down below. When down. we go down below, uh, when we go down below to uh, Australia, Texas, and you think we would limit the people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you take 30 to 40 people, you run both nights. Mm-hmm. But that's not. We're going to bring everybody in for WCW. So Stacy Keebler arrives to the arena as, since, we, since we haven't seen her for two weeks, three weeks. But that's fine. Let's bring her down to Australia. As, uh, and, and in my notes, I have we really had her come to Australia. Oh, it's a thunder. <laughs> uh, we see uh, Sting. I mean, Jeff Jarrett show up to catering as he, he's. It sounds like he's doing a commercial as he's the washed up, no heart Sting, and uh, he just wants to eat some food. But the cater- the commercial guy's like, "We gotta go." He's like, "Oh yeah, there's no time to eat. It's showtime!" <laughs> Woo! God damn it! Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> what was Sting's catchphrase back then? Did he have or did he just woo? Ow! He didn't have a catchphrase. Yeah, that's it. Well, that Sting shirt I showed you guys had like a saying, like no, what no retreat, no surrender. Is that that's probably never give up. Yeah, no, it wasn't. He just he just yelled, rise above hate. <laughs> we were hoping last night that was going to happen at the end of the show. We were hoping beyond hope. The rapper dude, that's not happening. Uh, fatal it. encounter. What was on that's that not shirt. His, what? That's, that's not, not a fatal thing. encounter. Yeah, it's definitely not a catchphrase of his. Okay, cool, cool. Let's go to our next match, and it's for the WCW Tag Team Championship. I've been waiting for this, Joe. As it's the natural born right. thrillers. There's a reason. Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare versus the Boogie Knights of Disco and um, Alex Wright. 
Alex Wright doing the work uh-huh. in this match. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hashtag push Alex Wright. Hope to God, at least little nature's the ref. <laughs> Jesus. That is, some, that is two green folks and disco. I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised that the thrillers stayed down. Because they got the jobber entrance because they were, after the brawl, they just stayed down instead of going back to the back and getting uh, their entrance. I was honestly surprised by that. Um, Jindrak with a tilt roll slam on right. Right with a snapmare suplex and Disco hits a double axe handle to Jindrak. O'Hare goes to the Shantan, but uh, right trips him. Right hits a huge missile drop kick to Jindrak. Boogie Knights with their double atomic drop and then double uh, double lock double team. That's a lot of double there. Stop. Right there. Double time. Corey. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. So I'm gonna. This might be the first thing ever. I'm going to give Corey his Moa dip in this segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Yep. After that move, Joe just described to you. What was that move again, Joe? The double atomic drop yep. and then. Uh, Shivani said, uh, "Shades of the Rock and Roll Express." Yep. Stevie Ray said, "Who?" Yep, I I have that written down as in my notes <laughs> like, as well. Oh my God, Corey's gonna come to the screen 22 years ago and kill Stevie Ray. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Stevie, what are you doing there, buddy? Straight, straight, straight shit. Who? Yeah, it's Who? it's a miss, dog. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah, I was like. Damn, you're part of Harlem Heat. You know what Midnight Express is? Are you kidding me? You probably wrestled Midnight Express, you fucking asshole. Uh, I'm sure Bobby Eaton punched you upside your head once mm, or twice. Boy, that's... I uh, mm. thought you'd appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I, I have that down in my notes. I was like... Oh, yeah. Squeeze me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim Jack with a s- springboard clothesline. Uh, he lands on the damn it on the other side of the ring. Disco's pinning Jindrak in the, uh, as he kicks out. Disco flies to O'Hare for another count. Then we get a ref bump. That was actually a cool spot. <laughs> I like that spot. Like Disco flies through. I'm thinking airport. O'Hare airport. Yeah. <laughs> what? Shot to midway. We get a ref bump. Uh, Disco hits the chart buster for the win. So your new tag team champions... Boogie Nights, uh, well, Mike yeah. Sanders comes out and says, well, that's unfair, and the ref was knocked out. And both men should be t- DQ'd. So um, restart the match. As the other thrillers show up to attack Disco uh, and the Boogie Nights, and then Sanders is like, well, I got an idea. Let's just restart the match. Ref counts one, two, three. <sighs> Damn. Uh, would you have preferred Boogie Nights have the belts? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> it just, just doesn't matter. Uh, we see Keebler <laughs> headed to the ring as Goldberg arrives to the arena. It's his baby daddy. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, earlier in this week, the Nitro girls go to the zoo. Oh, so nice. Okay. Yeah. It's like, I what? Uh, then we get the, uh, well, I'm sorry, we get the Stinger, uh, Stinger cr- credit, card. credit card commercial. <laughs> that I remember. It was so hokey then, too. <laughs> Woo! You know what makes me angry? We're is a major league baseball team. You might not know it because no one else recognizes <laughs> this in town. Just watched that the other day. Um, what makes me angry about it is that the that the uh, the cock uh, had the photo, the thumbnail, the thumbnail. of Sting's face as Jarrett's face is Sting. It's like Don't it's... why? Also. Why is that the thumbnail you picked for this show? 
They have no idea because they don't watch wrestling. They have no idea. Because it's it's either they gives away an important piece of the show, or it's the most random ass image from uh, an undercard match that means nothing. And it like, should be that the next week it'll be you know Shannon Moore and Kaz Hayashi in the middle of a punch. And then the next week it'll be like the finger poker doom. Yeah, like, right. It's, 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 it's one or the other. They don't. It's always like what? It's either we don't know or we're gonna know what the big moment is. I like. I'm surprised that the last was last week's the. Thumbnail of the 49er match. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, give that well, one. I mean, the we just gave away straight up Hogan standing in the ring with Hall and Ash. I'm just like, well, yeah. yeah right. Don't get in, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we already got it. Don't worry about it. We're good. Uh, let's go to the ring with Mark Madden, who's going to do a promo with one Stacey Keebler. Jesus. As uh, Madden wants to know who the father of the child is. Did he creepily ask if he could touch her first? He yes. He did, in fact. She was can like, I, absolutely not. Can I touch you? <laughs> That's freaky when people do that to pregnant That's women. Enough. <laughs> I've, That's I've enough. I've been around when people do that to pregnant women. It's creepy. They do it to me all the time. That's weird. Um, Stacy says it's none of the, no one's business of uh, who the daddy is. Twilight, she's correct. She is. It literally doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, I don't care. It's the other. It's the big word. But then I did laugh when he's like, "Maybe it's because there's been so many you can't remember who it is." As <laughs> Stacy says that uh, David needs to stop uh, running around and blaming people. The person that David can blame is her. Pretty sure he does. But he Pretty sure he does blame you. But he can't beat you. He can beat the other dudes. Madden questions Stacy of that maybe. Disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> Hey now, uh, that he questioned Stacy. Maybe she can't remember. Maybe she was drunk, or maybe she's been with a ton of men and doesn't know who it might be. <laughs> God damn, so Mark! At first, I thought they were gonna say maybe you were raped. I was like, yeah, I was where are they one. going with this? Um, then we go. Uh, then David Flair comes out as Stacy wants a hug, but David avoids. Stacey, that was actually great. He was like, whoop! He dipped under. Her. That was actually super funny. David says that uh, you know, oh, Stacy says, well, the tape you saw of her and Buff, it was just. Innocent flirting, and then da- I would like to think that David Flair would not go on a fucking homicidal rampage where he kidnaps a person over flirting on tape. Uh, there, would, there would need to be penetration. And I then, can't confidently say that though. <laughs> God damn it! And then David wants Stacy to take a blood test, and does, then does David not know how it works? Well, no. Mark Madden, Mark Madden has to point that out. But hey, Einstein, she's the mom. She doesn't need to do the test. And then he tries to attack her. He's like, test her now, fuck it. Yeah. And then he tries to test her. He just like puts a needle to her arm. Puts a needle to her arm. However, one crowbar comes out and tries to talk sense to David, saying, "Hey, let's go to the back and talk." But David attacks crowbar until. Um, Mike Awesome comes out to make the save. When the weird gas attendant you picked up in St. Louis nine months ago wearing a 70s leisure suit comes out and is the voice of reason, you may have issues. Also, Crowbar, don't turn your back on a flare. What what are you doing? What what are you doing? You got no better than that. Not a good idea. Nope. Uh, We see Tigress and Tori headed the ring. Then we go backstage with Pamela with Sting. I mean, Jeff Jarrett. No. As uh, Jarrett says that he is Sting and that he... uh, that. Uh, that he's the only one person that he cares about is himself. So he says that he will be do, going to the ring later on tonight to sign some autographs for those uh, little stingers for 15 bucks. <laughs> so chuck on that. I, I mean, mean uh, woo! <laughs> it's a good deal. It's $185 less than Undertaker. So, you know, yeah, right. It's a good deal. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, showtime, folks. <laughs> chuck on that so slap. Funny. I mean, that's so funny. <laughs> 
Spoilers might be Peter. Once it came out in the van, I went, is that my MVP? <laughs> Uh, let's. Are we gonna? So we get a Halloween Havoc promo, and they tweaked it. Yep. It's no longer you're gonna witness a new sting. It's you're gonna witness something shocking. Yeah, the Shockmaster. They completely like about faced. Okay. Yeah, well, no, we can't promise that. We can't hold that up anymore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, no longer saying Sting. Sting's uh, black now. It's weird. <laughs> Stang. It's Stang. It's Stang. Uh, our next match is the Stizzing. Stizzing. There it is. Who is this, Tony? <laughs> Who? Um, our next match is that down under. Not my match. Down under where match? <laughs> down below. As it's uh, Tyrus versus uh, Tori Wilson. Um, Tori has her clothes ripped off. Yeah, Tyrus wins. There it is. Yeah. Franchise comes out. He's going <laughs> to franchise uh, Tigress, but Conan comes up to make the save. So, um, well, right there, real quick though. Uh, so are her and Ray broken up? Because Conan's here a lot. Yeah, Conan sure her knight in shining armor. What the hell's that about? And uh, Conan, uh, I guess Ray had to go home at some point and got yelled at, so <laughs> I had to stop. I hate to nitpick, but uh, maybe when you come in to save somebody, you don't start with a somersault clothesline. <laughs> Wait, you no, don't? You have to you, dance down the aisle first. Who the fuck? Who the fuck comes in to stop a fight and he does a somersault first? Hold on. <laughs> well, it throws the guy off the. You know, like what am I doing here anymore? <laughs> also, that WWE ring is not big enough for him to be doing that move. No. Like the guy is like barely off the ropes by the time he's done with his somersault because it's just this tiny ass ring. And, as, and you know, thank you for saying that. We we know they wrestled earlier, but this ring is not big enough for Sean O'Hare and Jamar Jindar to wrestle in. No. Like, no. The one guy, I think it was Jindrak, jumped off the top rope to do like a clothesline and hit the other ropes when he landed. He did. He did. It's, 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 what was it, 16 by 16? 18 by 16? 16 by 16. 16 by 16. It's so small. I was like, what's, what's the WF? 2020. Mm-hmm. Four feet bigger. I've never seen anybody hit the other side of the ropes, like, not on purpose. Even Ashley, like, damn, dog. It's I like when Awesome <laughs> did the, uh, when Awesome debuted and did like one of the running Awesome bombs and like, I think it was Booker, and he damn there hit Booker's head on the turnbuckle. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment when it's, when it's that smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go backstage with Vito walking up to Sanders as Sanders says he has a match, and Vito's like, yeah, anytime, any place, anywhere, I'll have a match. And it's like, good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Vito. Then Sting comes out. I mean, Sting. I mean Jeff Jarrett. Oh, they fucked this up. They fucked it First up. First of all, Vito, Vito had to have two passports to get into Australia. They fucked it up. They fucked up, dude. How do you not have the Sting music? Right. What are you doing? Right. I, that is my only downfall yeah. to this whole thing. Like, oh, you have the whole gimmick. Just play the surfer music. You couldn't just pull the music out of your... You know your you fucking eyes. have it. It's generic 97 or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. He's a man called Sting. Oh, bring Garrett back to Capetta. Come on. Uh, what are we doing? That'd be awesome. Jeff Jarrett, ha- I mean, Sting has Pinzer introduce him. Uh, we we want Sting a chant. Uh, Jarrett's like, what do you mean? I'm here. Uh, Jarrett has a major announcement that when Jarrett beats Sting at Halloran Herrick, Sting will retire. So uh, he's going to get some signed autographs so they get the little slap n- uh, stingers to show. <laughs> little stinger. Bring up, get those $15 and, you know, let's go. I love it. And then the real Sting drops from the ceiling into the ring. Oh, Are you sure this is the real thing? I think so. I'm having trouble. As, uh, Chris Harris. 
Jarrett poses like Sting does the flex. <laughs> uh, then it's an all-out brawl. As then Madden says that the real Sting is uh, the real Sting is actually the NWO Sting. As Jarrett's the real Sting. Uh, Jarrett hits his own Stinger splash. Jarrett then suplexes Sting. Oh, bad Stinger splash actually. Yeah. No. Uh, he's how he suplexes Sting through a table, but the Sting gets up. Sting hits the his own. Sting. <laughs> I was like the Sting. <laughs> the sting. I gotta separate them somehow. <laughs> no, your Sting uh, is Sting. Uh, sting. Uh, that Sting hits his own Stinger splash, and then uh, Sting uh, uh, then puts Sting in the Scorpion Deathlock. So yeah. Sting puts Jarrett in the uh, Scorpion Deathlock. As ref have to separate them. We go backstage. <laughs> I love this part. That Scott Steiner comes and checks on Sting. Sting, are you alright? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. That was a shoot, brother. Nobody knew what he told Scott was going on. <laughs> but, he was uh, actually concerned. He, so Steiner says he's concerned and he said he's going to go take care of the Stinger for you. <laughs> what is happening? Because <laughs> I just love Shimani's like. Did he just reference? Did he just call Jared Sting? He's like, yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, Nick Desmond was the first dumbass in wrestling. <laughs> what's going on here, Tony? Tell me what's going on. I'm confused. Tony, there were, yes. two, there were two stings. Suckers got to know. <laughs> uh, so our next match is, is is above average. Mike Sanders as he brings out his tag partner, one Kevin Nash. So the cat comes out and brings out his tag partner, Booker T. Yeah, So who's feuding here? Jeff Jarrett? Is it because the main event at Howling Havoc is Booker is, and Steiner? Is Booker and Steiner? Mm-hmm. But Steiner's on revenge for Sting. Okay, <laughs> he's got to get Steiner is a not going to team with Mike Sanders, <laughs> and for sure not going to team with Kevin Nash. So and Kevin Nash knows a good deal when he sees it, and he doesn't have to do hardly anything now. Yep. Um, Nash with the sidewalk slam to the cat. Booker with an axe kick. Uh, Booker goes to the bookend, but on Sanders. But the cat's like, here, no, I want to do this. So they tag in the cat, and the cat hits the feline kick for the win. That was weird. And by the way, there is a, uh, I forget, is it, uh, a wrestler in the crowd, Roman. Sam Greco. Sam Greco. As he's in the crowd. Get to him later on this week, as he gets in the face of the cat for some reason. But then, uh, well, he's from Australia and cat's black. I'll give you a reason. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, Scott Steiner <laughs> comes out and attacks Booker T with the pipe. Tells uh, Booker he's going to kick his ass at Halloween Havoc, but Steiner mm-hmm. wants Sting tonight. <laughs> yeah, damn it! I got a revenge Sting, so I want Sting. Uh, we got Pamela, who's not wet with David Flair. Well, we know what it would be. You Flair. know what it would be. As Flair challenges Awesome to a match tonight because Awesome might know something. <laughs> what the fuck would he know? <laughs> what? Yep. Uh, then we go back to Pamela Big Vito as he ch- says he's taking on Goldberg, that there, there's no issues between them. It's just business. So our next match is Big Vito versus Goldberg. Uh, That's a couple of big dicks in that ring. Vito with a Damn. mafia kick. Goldberg no-sells it, then Spears jackhammers him for the win. He's That's 4-0. It. Goldberg leaves, but then Johnny the Bull comes out to attack Vito. Goldberg then decides to come back in the ring. Spear jackhammer Johnny the Bull, 5-0. What? Then, then, Chronic, what? then Chronic comes out to have a stare down with Goldberg. So he just, like, decides he sees a guy in the ring, gives in, and then spears him, and it's a match? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. This, 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 
Fuck, he'll be 176-0 by next Tuesday. <laughs> a, a, a backstage, a car shows up, but the person who's, who's in it doesn't get out. So our next match is a hardcore match of Mike Awesome and David Flair. That's not awesome. Nothing about that is awesome. Nope. Um, David hits Awesome with the trash can. David is on the top rope. Awesome hits him with the dented trash can and then throws him off the top. Uh, David gets thrown in the crowd. Awesome then jumps over the barricade and hits the shoulder tackle. Uh, awesome hits David with the chair in the head. Uh, Flair hits some chops and then struts, but then walks into the clothesline. Awesome hits the big flash and the awesome bag for the mat after for the win. After that, uh, after the match, Awesome beats up Flair, sets up a table on the outside, and he's gonna power bomb uh, David through outside of the outside of the ring onto the table. But one Ric Flair comes in and says he's had enough. As Ric Flair wants to talk to David, David wants none of it. So he brought Ric Flair to Australia. For nothing. For nothing. I also want none of it, to be fair. But To be fair. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Have you watched Shores yet? Not yet. I need to. I need to. Damn it. <laughs> but, yes. Um, Texas 10-4. Dave Flair, like, no Sucks, sells the beat down and just walks away. <laughs> Tattoo. God damn it. Why is he still on TV? Yes. Russo doesn't even like Ric Flair. Why the fuck is David Flair still on TV? Yes. The answer is yes. Jesus. Why does... Why does... Then, like, that's, like, the question. Why does Shane Douglas gets to talk every damn time? Well, he likes Shane Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, David Flair's on TV if you like Ric Flair. He doesn't like Ric Flair. Why the fuck is he here? I'm gonna get your ass franchised. <sighs> God damn it. We don't see like is that it for Rick in Australia? Maybe next week. Next week, I don't know. alert, he's not on Thunder. So how, how did they film? Did they go four straight nights and then back, or do they wait a week to film more? I think they went four straight nights and back because that's a long time to pay for. It's a rough trip. Oof. We go backstage with, um, and then we go from that to Major Guns asking Queewee for help, but then Storm comes into. Uh, that's who you go to for help. Yep. Our next help match is, is Lance Storm with Team Canada versus Conan. I need to coordinate my blouse and my skirt. Uh, Storm wants to be serious for a moment as he can't take uh, how Storm says he doesn't have any tolerance for Australia. I mean, kidding. Storm says that there might be a local crew here that set up the ring and probably did it wrong. Some Olympic joke? <laughs> I think so. I think there was an issue somewhere in the Olympics with something done wrong, I, but I can't I don't remember. remember. Uh, ref, uh, as Conan comes out, the Philly Animals come out too, but the ref kicks both teams out, so it's one-on-one. Storm with a jawbreaker and a drop kick. Storm misses a top rope headbutt. Conan with his running thunder lariat. Conan with a face buster. Uh, ref hesitates and gets in the middle of both men to allow Douglas to come in to hit Conan with the chain. Um, Storm with the Northern Lights, but gets a two, but then Storm puts Conan in the Maple Leaf for the win. However, one Conan could have just reached out and grabbed the ropes, but... That would mean he had to keep going, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. I need to go back to Tigers. I'm not paid to work, Doc. <laughs> but yeah, it was that one moment of them fighting at the turnbuckle while Douglas is going to jump onto, and like... I think it was Nate, and it was just like, he was just like, ah, 
shimmy, 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 shimmy. I can't see behind me anymore. Yeah, it's like nobody in WWE has ever figured how to do a fucking interference spot before. It's like, really? You run to the other side of the ring, get the ref's attention, and then punch the guy in the face <laughs> with the chain. <laughs> right. It's not hard. What are you talking about? We've seen how many run-ins when the guy runs out of the ring in front of the referee. Remember one time, it was like a year and a half ago. It was ago. Conan, blatant. Remember, it was like a year and a half ago on Nitro. Some guy came in, did some interference, and then rolled out, but he rolled the wrong way, and the ref had to jump over him and then do the three count like he didn't see him. That's <laughs> doing high spots. Uh, there you me. wonder why they lost. <laughs> Let's go to our main event tonight, as it's Scott Steiner with Medeja versus Sting. Just the imposter Sting. F- fighting for the honor of Sting against Sting. As Jeff Jarrett comes out as... Throw my fuck. As Jeff Jarrett comes out as the special guest referee. Is he still in the makeup here? No. Damn it. That would have cool. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> Ref shirt tucked into those blue sting tights. Jesus. Uh, commentary be like, commentary be like, who's the real sting? Uh, Sanders told commentary over the headset that he made that decision for them to, uh, him to be the special guest ref. So it's basically like a two-on-one here. As Sander, uh, Sting throws Steiner into the guardrail, then uh, uh, he hits, in my notes, I have he hits Sting with a hip toss, but it's Jarrett. Uh, Sting fights <laughs> both men. Belly to belly for a two. Steiner puts Sting in the tree. Whoa, as Steiner goes to the outside to choke Sting while Jarrett kicks him in the gut. A real ref comes out, but Steiner throws him to the outside. Are you implying Jeff Jarrett's not a real ref? Another oh, ref. Oh, there you go. go. Well, if you know, he started out as a ref in Memphis, son. I apologize. Uh, Steiner with an like over-the-top suplex. And he's great. Uh, Steiner with an over-the-top suplex. Sting then hits a single splash and goes for another one, but Jarrett gets in the way, and Sting just punches him. Sting then's uh, going to throw Jarrett in the barricade, but Sting hits... Uh, Steiner hits Sting with a uh, with the pipe. Steiner and Jarrett the throw Sting and still steps. They put uh, Sting back in the ring, and the Cat and Booker come out. Cat fights Jarrett back in the back as Booker's now wearing a ref shirt. Uh, Booker makes a count for Steiner, but stops. Steiner goes to the clothesline, but Booker ducks it and hits the sidekick to Steiner for Steiner to fall back into the Stinger death drop for the win for Sting. So, that was down on the Nitro. Uh, it's... The best actually they've had in a couple of weeks. It, it was a fun like, show. Helped by the crowd for sure. Oh, yeah, it's nice when you have a. I mean, like they. Uh, I mean, they said they, they gave the tents a couple of times. It was over fourteen thousand people here. Yeah, no, it, it, this was a boost for the for the um, mm-hmm. for the crew too. And you gotta feel like yeah, if you're a performer, you're like, thank God, there's more than eight hundred people here. And uh, I've for years, from Lance Storm to just about everybody, you would hear like these wonderful stories about how awesome the trip to Australia was. The not just the sightseeing, but just the the fan response, the the energy in the arenas was mm-hmm. like so much different from what they had been getting in the U.S. that it was it made a huge difference to them. And two weeks back to Topeka, <laughs> Topeka. All right, yay! I can tell you this though, mm-hmm. Corey. What does October 9th, though mean in the world for WCW? October 9th for yeah. WCW? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, I don't know what what this begins. What? This begins October 9th. This is the beginning of the dual tapings for oh, Nitro yeah. and Thunder. Yeah. Thunder. Back-to-back uh, tapings. Yeah. That's right. I, I, I picked up on they were doing ticket announcements. I was like, yeah. oh, that's a 
That's a hard no for me, dog. Yeah, I, I forgot. As uh, so, going forward to the end for WCW, no more Nitro and Thunder will be taped on the same day. I mean, it makes sense in terms of the fact that the budgetary makes sense. Budgetary, because mm-hmm. they were still getting people to go to Thunder. It was just, but not as many. Like, but budgetary. If you're only taping and using satellite bandwidth one day instead of two, makes sense. Can you imagine going to five straight hours of Russo television? We're looking at. Um, I can't really say I can. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, I would say look at like current day WWE or a couple well, years ago. I know, but uh, if you go their tapings, when they do like, um, I remember one night didn't they do Raw three hours, and then they did SmackDown, and but then you also include Saturday Night. I because they did like a super super show. Yeah, now nice. that's only happened like once with the three-hour Raws. Yeah. During the 2000s, uh, if they would have to go overseas after a Monday, they would they would tape Raw, or Sunday Night Heat, and then Raw, and then SmackDown right after Raw. Yeah. And because I feel that's like, a bit of a... I feel like there was like one time that they did Raw, like they filmed the live one, they filmed, taped another one, because they were on the West Coast, and then did they did Raw... Next week's Raw and then SmackDown, like they did like an eight-hour show one time of like no, it was two nights, um, two nights. Um, the the first hour. night they did a live Raw and then SmackDown's taping for that week, and then the next night they did the next week's Raw and like Superstars or whatever because they didn't there wasn't going to be a SmackDown that week. But yeah, but there, there's been some mother loads of tapings. No. So yeah. yeah, going forward, four hours, five hours of Russo. Nope, like no. Although, nah, I shouldn't say it. Ah, fuck, I'll say it. Russo's pretty much gone. It's, um, after that concussion and being off TV, he's still writing now, but I think by Halloween Havoc, he's he's no longer even writing. He's just gone. Yeah, it's not long. Yeah. So, there's still going forward to be uh, no captain. Yeah, brilliant. It's just a writing committee of like Ed Ferrara, Kevin Sullivan, you know, a bunch of people just thrown together. All right. Well, let's go to Monday Night Raw. You know what's crazy about that? Like all the the shit. Do you think of interest? All this, the highlights of interest you could play. In total, it was like five months. Yeah, it's just nuts. All dude. that hype for him showing up. But like total, like total. From first yeah. run and second run. It's like five months total. Yeah, it's not it's just not nuts long. how much he shoved into five months. You're wrong. Jesus, man. And then he's gone. So let's go to Monday Night Raw, October 9th of the year 2000. We're in Anaheim, California. Oh, I always love when they're in Anaheim. Yeah, it's such a cool crowd in Anaheim. Yeah. Commentary team is JR and Jerry the King Lawler. Anaheim is so cool. WrestleMania 12. 12? And 16. Oh, that's right. So 2000, yeah, they're back to the WrestleMania site this year. Shout out to WrestleMania. What a big deal that was, huh? <laughs> uh, we started the show with a recap of... Uh, Triple H worried about Stephanie from last week. Uh, uh, worried about Stephanie on Thunder on SmackDown about Benoit attacking her on Raw. Stephanie helping Kurt on SmackDown and Angle <laughs> wanting her to be like a ringside with him. Uh, Mick Foley suspending Austin for stunning him on last week and then on uh, Raw and then for on SmackDown again he gets stunned again. We get a promo now with one Mick Foley. As uh, he gets booed as he enters the ring. Well, I mean, he had the nerve to do his job and and get rid of the guy that was causing all the trouble. How dare you? 
well-known wrestling that would make you a heel. Uh, how dare you? He, uh, he's booing. He thinks you have to burn his family's house to the ground. He's booing uh, as he's trying to talk. Foley says he feels justified. Did you tell to he was like, God damn it. Right? This is stupid. Like, this sucks. This is not me. This. Um, Foley says he feels justified for sp- suspending Stone Cold. Foley said on Heat, though, that he was going to reveal the person that did the job and ran over one Stone Cold. Well, we can guarantee it's not Momus Cars. No, no job. Um, Foley says he brought someone that knows Stone Cold, a fellow WWF champion who might know something. And it's one HBK Shawn Michaels. They got cute. I know. I'm saying there was no need for him to be here. This is so stupid. This whole thing is uh, stupid. Foley wants to know what he was doing at Survivor Series. And where was he on Survivor Series? I was home grabbing my wife's ass. That's pretty much the answer he gave. That's what he said. Um, I think he whispered it to him, though. <laughs> I like Foley. I, I like Michael. He's like, he's like, what do you think I did? Jump on a plane, fly to Detroit, sneak into the arena, and just decide to run over Stone Cold? Because, yeah, that's what I would do. Um, and he's like, no, that I would remember running someone over. <laughs> It's like I'm sober now. He was pretty drugged up at the time. He may not have. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. I'll finish this. Okay. I'll uh, Foley's like, well, you might have motive. Then they show WrestleMania. Then he showed WrestleMania 14. As Austin, <laughs> after the match ends. Would he have more motive to hit Tyson with a car? <laughs> yeah. That's still my fault. After the, after, the, after the match, Austin gives him two birds, um, which Sean was not too happy about. The year before he told Brett to get out of my fucking ring, so. Yeah. You know. Boo-hoo. Uh, Foley then brings <laughs> up, hey, you know, uh, when people ask what's my favorite match of all time, I say it's mind games it's with, shoot, brother. with uh, HBK, and everyone goes, what's that? And then, because Foley goes, well, you know, people don't remember Shawn Michaels. Uh, HBK passing the torch to one Austin. And uh, maybe that might be motive for you to run him over since no one remembers you. Hmm. A little stiff shot there, but uh, but also that mind games match, fucking great. It's awesome. Jesus Christ, it's well, so good. Who who orchestrated the uh, stiff shot here on Sean for no reason at all? The Rock. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, who the fuck? Also, well, let's bring Sean to TV I mean, so we can fucking bury him. I like Foley, but uh, Sean will hit back if you're not careful. Yeah, right. Sunny days ahead. You know, you better watch watch your P's and Q's there, old Nick. Yep. Damn. Sean H- don't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't. HBK says he was at home watching Survivor Series, wondering That's what, a lie. what the WF has gone. Uh, he was in a duck blind somewhere. <laughs> wondering what the WF has gone to now with someone getting hit with a car. HPK says though he thrives on being number one and being in the spotlight, um, and being in the spotlight. But it wasn't him at Survivor Series. But he thinks he might know who it is if you smell what I'm cooking. Not a bad. I mean, it's not bad. Not a bad way to go around it. It's a. I don't know. There's no need for this. It's like they flew Sean in just to give him that dig about how nobody remembers him and his era sucked. <laughs> like, is that in the promo? Yes. So. I believe, Corey, if I'm correct, he was actually in town because they were trying to figure out how to use him. Yeah. Right? Because they were paying him a metric fuck ton of money to not be on TV. To not be in WCW TV. So they were trying to figure out if he wanted to come back to the ring, if he could. They were trying to figure out what to do with him. Yep. And nothing came of it. No. Because he was like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing whatever horseshit they pitched to him. Right. 
And so they were in pass, and they were just like, well, I guess go home and keep getting paid? Should have rethought this contract. Oops. <laughs> I mean, at this point, if they'd, have, if they'd have paid, I mean, and they were paying close attention, so I don't know why they, did, they didn't, but they could have just started playing hardball with him now because it wasn't like they were going to sign him. Yeah. I they're getting rid of. You were, you literally <laughs> are just getting ready to try and buy him. Like, yeah. They're getting rid of every big contract they can fucking like, get. We'll just have you again in six months <laughs> for a shit ton less money. But he's. Uh, Vince has always had a weird. Uh, uh, That's because he fits inside Shawn Michaels really well. That's why he has a soft spot for A weird dedication to Shawn Michaels. Like. No one else in the history of that company, Human Centipede, got away with what that guy got away. God with. damn, pal! Uh, let's go to our first match, though. I'll be nice. About time, huh? Cool. Finally, yeah. A wrestling match on Raw. Uh, it's only Tuesday. It's, it's for the women's <laughs> championship, but it's a hardcore match as it's uh, Lita versus Jackie. Wrestlers and their hardcore wrestling. Let's go back to Foley and Michaels. We're gonna recap of why is that the, since the two ladies brawled at a. Uh, Last week's show. I'm just excited, guys. Two guys. It's, two, it's a fight with all two all naturals here. Very excited. <laughs> yes, they are. Did you see this? Did you see the sign <laughs> in the crowd? It said uh, Clinton did it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he did it. Uh, Jackie bends a baking sheet over the head of Lita. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> Maybe she breaks a broom over Lita. Throws Lita in the trash can. Uh, that was stuck in the turnbuckle. Then she hits Lita in the head with a hairdryer. Jesus Christ. Lita brings in the ladder. Jackie then DDTs Lita on that baking sheet. Jackie jumps off the ladder with a crossbody but misses. Lita sprays uh, Jackie the fire extinguisher, hits her with the cooking sheet, and that's how she wins. Basically, Lita gets squashed the entire match until that final segment. Well, you did miss the part where uh, Jackie couldn't figure out how to use the fire extinguisher. That, and then she tried she to use She struggled doing it. She out. Uh, sucks. We're going to go backstage as uh, we see China running into one Deborah. <coughs> so, this but this bothers me in so many ways, but they just talked about the last promo that Austin's not in the building. I'm like, well, guaranteed he's here because <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere without his little bag of bones with him. So <laughs> Couldn't hear. Um yeah, but I don't like this part because it's China looking for Eddie, and it's like, hey, have you seen that tiny Mexican dude? Hard not to find him. It's like, wait, now you're making fun of him? Yeah. You can't have this company without casual racism at the very least. Well, I mean, she is from the South. So. As Deborah, as we find out that Deborah is looking for uh, Mick Foley's office. Um, Let's go to the women's bathroom. We already know where it is. No, it's, <laughs> this week it's in the laundry room. <laughs> As, uh, so you can watch some panties go around in the dryer. There it is. Deborah Stop enters. Foley wants to know how Steve's doing. As uh, Foley says that uh, he has an idea that maybe it was Deborah who hit Stone Cold with the uh, vehicle because so she could be home with him because women wrestlers don't like it when. Uh, the men are on the road because things might happen. Are they booking Foley to be the dumbest <laughs> closed-mindedness out of nowhere all of a sudden? Out of nowhere. Um, person in the world? Okay, cool. Just making sure. Uh, you know, I she, know you women like their men at home with them, so you could be barefoot and preg on it. But she says no, and Foley's dumb. 
We go backstage with Triple H getting ready for his match. Harry can't believe that he has to team with Chris Jericho tonight to take on X-Pac and Minois. As Stephanie believes that she should be down there with them because you can't trust Jericho. Uh, Triple H says, no, I'm good. He's a wizard. Yeah, Jericho's that wizard. He's like, I'm good, and I'm happy that you declined Angle's uh, offer to accompany him to the ringside. A limo shows up, and it's one Sting. Oh. No, (laughs) it's not Sting. It's Linda McMahon. Oh, that's definitely not Sting. That's definitely worse. We see that. We see. Then we see Linda and Foley talk, but we don't hear what they're talking about because commentary or talking over them, (laughs) asking. I wonder what they're talking about. I'm sure we missed nothing. Well, shut your mouth, Jr. It's probably Foley accusing her. So you wrinkled up old blonde bag of bones. Did you run over Austin in Survivor Series last year? Uh, you don't know though, because you definitely don't want Vince to be home because you don't love him. You're not really married. Yeah, there <laughs> is. My wife at the time. Uh, I mean, no, my the, wife. Let's go to our next match as Steve Blackman versus Raven in a regular rules match. What? So almost. However, uh, dipshit Lillian straight up announced it as a hardcore title match in the bell rings. They were like, "It's definitely not a title match." Has there ever been a worse ring announcer than Lillian Garcia? No, absolutely not. I mean, she's awful. She's fucking terrible. And she can't sing for shit. Got him. The gasp. Uh, they fight <laughs> on the outside. Raven with the toe. Uh, to, uh, Tope Suicida? No. Uh, uh. He puts us uh, Blackman in the still steps. Blackman scissor kick to the chest for the win. Okay. This was um, weird. It was regular. Uh, not. They didn't have. Um, what's the word? Chemistry. Chemistry. That's yeah. what I was looking for. This was sloppy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And I blame uh, Walt Blackman for that because it's uh, Sky from England. He's very, very good. He can so. go. <laughs> he, he can go. Uh, can you, Blackman? After the match, the Raven clotheslines. Was back on After the match, uh, Raven clotheslines Blackman, then poses, but then uh, then Blackman attacks Raven with his two sticks. Are we starting a feud with Raven and Blackman? I mean, cool. Let's get the hardcore title on Raven. One or many. We're going to go backstage with uh, McFoley, who's investigating now one Linda McGrath. What was the last time you and Vince fucked? Linda says that she didn't do it. (laughs) Foley believes her, but then he said, hey, I found uh, that you had a hotel in Detroit. I've never let him touch me. How do you have two kids? He's got really good aim. (laughs) (laughs) It's locked on. Engage. (laughs) She's like, I came for a reason, dog. Um... We find. Uh, oh, that was a terrible joke. Never mind. <laughs> oh God. Let's cancel for that one. It's that. Uh, it's it's the the dumb thing of you're you're in Detroit. Yes, it's a dumb thing. But why? <laughs> um, Linda says that she was in Detroit doing a lot of business for the WWF. I she, love Motown. She loves Especially Motown. Fuck over all his artists. Don't pay him enough. <laughs> yeah. That's what I literally love about Motown. <laughs> then Foley says, Billy Gordy. <laughs> then Foley's like, what about you beat what about Austin beating up your whole family this whole time? <laughs> I'm fine with this. And she's like, Yeah, it uh, it wouldn't be good for business to take out the top star in the WF, so why would I do that? She's like, I gotta take a son of better than Vince. But then Foley's like, Hey, who sold more stuff since Austin's been gone? Scotty too Audi. No, bro. No, it's the rock. Oh. Thought I had it. They're really trying to inseminate us <laughs> with it being oh, the rock. They're taking shots at us. With got our finger in the information. They got yeah. pretty bad aim. Let's I go to our next match as it's going to be Chris Benoit and X Pac versus Chris Jericho and Triple H. That's a weird one. So, 
It, it is a weird one. Before we get to the match, this is for both of you, sir. I'm looking at you, sir. Rate these four in ring. This is these are four fucking great fucking workers. Ooh, I okay. have in mind. So I'm curious what you guys how you how you rate them. Uh, of course, mine's gonna have to have an asterisk. But, <laughs> yeah. but Ben Wall would be number one. He's mine as well. Uh, this is where it gets significantly harder because all three of them are really fucking good. Can I give you my my yes. Yeah. So I, Ben Wall for me is one. Yeah. Then for me, and you could flip these next two either one. It goes Jericho, X Pac, and then Triple H. I'm uh, for see, me for I'm me for me. Time. I was saying so for me Benoit asterisk. Why? But this is the flip. I didn't kill this This is the flip. Neither did he. But Jericho and, for me it could be Jericho and Triple H that you could flip. You think okay. Jericho? You think they're better than Xbox? You think Triple H better than Xbox? <laughs> yes and no. I, it's hard. Can they be like two B C? That's why I was this this match. I'm like Jesus Christ, this talent. Can they be two A B and C? This is not the Boogie Nights versus the Thrillers. I'll tell you that. It much. does. It does say something that all three of us, without hesitation, was like, "But Benoit's one." Asterisk. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Damn. I'm gonna go Waltman. I knew you'd love this question. I fucking knew you'd love it. I'm gonna go Waltman. Yeah. Two. Okay. Jericho and then Triple H, but those two can oh, those your you, flip. You could flip them, depending on. But that's my that's my final answer. Yeah, God damn. Yep, that's it's, it's talented. There's match. talent it's a talented in this match. match. Uh, for Dang. the match, yeah. uh, Triple H goes after Ben Wall as Jericho goes after the Xbox. <clears throat> Triple H and uh, Jericho argue as they tap each uh, tag each other in. They were slapping each other on the back of the chest. This this is one instance where I like the the fact that. They threw them together and they're not happy about it. And they can't. You're not going to get a nice tag. You're going to get like, yeah, fuck you, dude. I hate yeah. your guts. Mm-hmm. Uh, back and forth match. Triple H and Jericho start to shove each other uh, until Benoit clotheslines Jericho into Triple H. X Pac goes for the Bronx Buster, but Jericho clotheslines him instead. X Pac hits the spinning heel kick on Jericho and backs into Triple H. Triple H punches him, not meaning to. Triple H gets knocked down off the top turnbuckle and falls down, and Benoit makes the cover for the win. So no finisher, no nothing. He just gets tripped up on the turnbuckle, falls forward, and Benoit makes the cover. Also, the punch between X-Pac and Triple H, that is the only time they touch each mm-hmm. other during the whole match. It's not unusual but to X-Pac's get... But x cost in the match. It's not unusual to get that kind of a finish in a match like this where you have four guys who are so talented and... You don't really want to see any of them take a legit loss. So very often you won't see a finisher play in fact. I would have bet my house that Xbox took a pin. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? That would have been my, like, but to say, I would have bet something would have happened and Jericho would have hit a lion salt and pin. But then I think at the time they were thinking that too. Like, everybody expects Xbox to get that pin. So, like. I didn't hate the finish. And when they showed the replay, they did a really good job telling the story. But I expected more out of the match. I did too. I think if you'd given it more time, like it, they were just, <coughs> it threw it threw me off a loop because when Triple H gets knocked down, you know he gets split off the top turnbuckle and falls over. I'm like, okay, match should continue. Then Benoit makes the cover and it's like one, two, three. I'm like, oh, that was it. Plus, and this is the only time I'll ever uh, WF. Oh, <laughs> we're the best company in the world. We know what we're doing. Is this the only? Uh, Benoit needed to be rehabbed. Now, get this straight. He's been unofficially crowned world champ two of the last three months. Correct. But he needs to be rehabbed. Yep. Only in this company. 
Can a guy in the main event who's got screwed twice have to be rehabbed for his big match with Triple H? Checks but, out. But, but they know they know how to do wrestling. Checks out, right. Uh, we get a moment to go what just happened. We go backstage with Foley and with Edge and Christian as Triple H barges in saying that he wants Benoit one-on-one. And uh, Foley makes the match at no mercy. So we're going to get Chris Benoit versus Triple H at no mercy. I mean, their debut match. That's how he debuted the company, so I'm going to agree with that. Uh, I like uh, then Foley leave, I mean uh, Triple H leaves and they like, make the they start making jokes about how he's the game and like Christian is the Parcheesi. <laughs> who's his manager Milton Bradley <laughs> dude Andrew Christian fucking greatest man I am the Parcheesi I am so the good. Parcheesi uh, they think it's also wrong not most heinous of what happened to Austin <laughs> Uh, that, uh, for Austin attacking uh, Foley, as <laughs> uh, Christian say that uh, Foley asked what they were doing at Survivor Series, and they said that they were getting ready for a fatal four way. Uh, and when Austin got hit, they were in the training room. Um, but then they also had to leave the room because uh, they have surfing lessons to get to, so they had to leave the, <laughs> this investigation. Shinsuke's like, hmm, <laughs> this might be the company for me. Ooh, do this. <laughs> we go backstage to Triple H going in his locker room with Stephanie telling him that, you know, you've been losing a lot more now since I haven't been there. Damn. Damn. A stiff shot, bro. You're a loser without your woman. Me. Mm. Stephanie McMahon. And you don't fuck me nearly good as Vince does. <laughs> We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to the ring for our next match. It's the Hardy Boys versus Lowdown. What? 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 You're looking at the real deal now. Uh, Hardy's with a double suplex and then a double leg drop. Reminds D- me of the Rocket Roll Express. Who? Uh, D'Lo drops Matt's face against the top turnbuckle. Uh, back and forth match. Lita pulls uh, Chaz into the post. Jeff with the head scissors takedown on D'Lo. Hardy's hit poetry in motion on both members of the lowdown. Jeff goes to the Swanton, but two masked men from head to toe dressed in gold run down and shove them off. Who could they possibly Who be? Who could it be? Los Conquistadores are back! Uh, Chaz, Chaz hits the superplex and D'Lo hits the frog splash, but Matt breaks up the pin. With the leg drop and puts Matt Jeff on top for the win. After the match, Lowdown beats up the Hardys. It's a look, it's a vaunted Loquistadors run in. I mean, the first time Los Conquistadors have been on wrestling on DFTV since like 1989. It's it's amazing. It's very it's, exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. I'm very excited to see that they pulled some of these old Hogan Federation era guys back into the biz. We'll find Come out. On, who Big John Stud, baby. <laughs> see, uh, at this point, yes. Okay, never mind. We're Just gonna it might be hard to get him back. Figure it out. Casket match. Jesus Christ. There's Arabia shows. They want Yoko. There's a chance he might be more mobile than current day Taker. So. Look at the wheels. <laughs> We're going to go backstage with, uh, with, Al, uh, with Al Snow and Mick Foley playing chess as Snow is wearing a blonde wig. To be fair, yeah, they're playing checkers. Are they? Yes. Uh, whatever. Same thing. You play checkers. I play chess. I play Parcheesi, first of all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea how to fucking play that game. Yeah, the game doesn't make any sense to me at all. No, it, yeah. I'll me jump and I'll king you, I guess. Um, Shout out to life. That's the greatest point of all time. Hungry, hungry hippos. Hit me. <laughs> uh, Foley thinks the person who ran over Austin could have been wearing a blonde wig, a la why Snow was wearing a blonde wig. I digress. Our next match this is, is so Al- stupid. It's Al Snow versus Test 
with the uh, with Trish for the, with the European Championship as uh, one William Regal joins commentary, making it immensely better. Yeah. Um, Al Snow is playing the role of Grease this week, and it's by Grease I mean the movie Grease as he's <laughs> coming out Christ. with the T Bird's jacket. Uh, <laughs> I love Regal. He was like, what. What is happening? You ever see Grease? He was like, what is Grease? <laughs> this was so good. <laughs> I don't... I get... Like, I actually enjoy... I think I enjoy this shtick more than Head Cheese. This whole Snow too, yeah. Regal thing. It's, yeah. it's fucking hilarious to me. Because Regal plays such a I, good, like... It's straight Annoyed man. straight man. It's what is so Grease? funny. I, I, I forget what he says. Terrible. I forget what he says. But every, so far since... the these past couple of matches that Al Snow's been having with <coughs> TNA, Trish comes down and Regal's like, she has like, She's a, a, uh, it's a, it's a book. Oh, a buxom winch. A buxom winch. A book. Yeah. I, got like, I wrote it down. What was it? That's a, quite the buxom winch. And she has like a nice set or something. <laughs> yeah. on her. Oh, Regal. Uh, they bring up the treasure during the match. They uh, asked Regal, who do you think might've done the, the hit on Austin? And he thinks that Regal thinks it's the rock. Uh, test with a gut wrench power bomb. Then a full notion slam. Snow hits a superplex. Snow hits the snow plow but gets a two. Al goes for head, but Trish grabs. Uh, also, how fucking strong is Al Snow? Test is not small. You get a snow plow, that dude? That is not small. Uh, but Test grabs it, but uh, Test actually knocks Trish off the apron. Snow uses head and hits Test for the win. Regal is outraged. <laughs> <laughs> First he just hit it with a mannequin head. I I always forget how old Alston is. He um he tweeted the other day that it was his forty second anniversary of his debut match, and I scrolled. I kept scrolling. Then, I'm, then I stopped. And I went. Wait a minute. I'm forty two. Holy fuck! How old is he's Al like mid sixties, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's been wrestling since nineteen eighty. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's good for fucking forty two here or whatever. <laughs> right? I was like, God damn. I don't remember. How come nobody ever heard of him until 95? <laughs> well. You know, I'll take it in the way. Leave Cassidy. <laughs> Might be the worst gimmick in history. He's reference. 58 right now. What? So he's 16 years older than me, which means he was 16 when he started. Yeah, but still, that's... Checks out in the 70s, yeah. That's, uh... He didn't look it. Did you say who his first match was on the tweet? No, he didn't. He just damn. said... Throw back to my 42nd anniversary. Damn. Blah blah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Where'd he start? He's in the Ohio, Michigan area. I think he worked. That's like the very end of like the Sheik promoting. Mm, gotcha. Might have worked some Sheik shows. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, we're going backstage with China waiting for one Eddie as. She that wants, Mexican? To, wants to know her uh, uh, where his whereabouts are. Don't you worry about my whereabouts, I say. I think I wonder about that. Uh, as then they get in an argument about Eddie wanting to know for her to trust him. Like you red lights. Yep. We go to uh, WF New York because Road Dog's there doing a dance contest. And he's uh, freestyle rapping for a reason. To the DX. Uh, oh, my God. Is this the time? We're, get, we're going about to get rowdy here. It's later time. It's, I think we're going to get rowdy. As our next match, it's Eddie Guerrero and China versus 
good father and Val. No, that's a match. Fast. Don't worry, match goes for a bit until GTV shows up, and we find out that Eddie was in the shower with them hoes. I mean, I would have been too. Speaking of uh, NA racism, yo quiero Eddie Guerrero. Victoria's so hot. She is. Oh my god, she was wet. So Dude, she's gonna... so hot. She's wet. Eddie made the right call. <laughs> yeah. Um, and upgraded too. He's not even in the fucking company. <laughs> GT doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> I know, right? God damn it! There it is. As a China no, is lazy, lazy booking. booking. <laughs> well, it's because they probably went. You know what? How can we do this? Lazy booking. Oh wait, we also Just have, have the right. Just have the fuck in on it. But God you, forbid. But then you can't get her stupid. Uh, Sit on the steel steps the rest of the match. Like, like her stupid, like amazed look on her face when she sees it on the big screen in front of all those fans. Well, anyway, China sits on the still steps while right centers beat up Eddie for the rest of the match. Um, Stephen mocks uh, they power, uh, Val with a spinning power bomb for the win. Stephen mocks China, but then China punches her. Right center grabs her and is about to uh, beat up her until one Billy Gunn comes out to make the save. Why don't we get to smack? I have a question on Billy Gunn. I'm just glad that Daddy Ass is here. Daddy Ass! Scissor me! Scissor me! Bring in that ass power, baby! I'm getting their shorts this week, by the way. I, I saw my favorite feud of all time last night, by the way. In all, in all caps, he sleeps scissor daddy ass! <laughs> explain that tweet to anybody who doesn't watch AEW. Oh. Oh, well, we get moments. You know explain it to some people who watch AEW. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> well, we get the moments ago, the GT... Uh, GTV moment. That's just we can see bacteria again. So. Yep. I'm fine as with that. We go backstage with Foley as he walks up to Crash and notices that Crash is letting his hair grow out and it's all natural. And decides, ah, you can go since uh, it's more brown now than it is blonde. I talked to your cousin this yeah. week. Oh, does he mention me? No. No. <laughs> so he wants to beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, that's great storytelling. Yeah. That's fucking wonderful. Uh, then we see Sky T. Hardy show up. Scott uh, fully wants to know where Scotty was. Survivor Series and says, "Well, him and two, him and uh, Grandmaster Sexy with Rikishi <coughs> in the back, waiting for the Rock to win the title. Just chilling, dog. Just chilling and waiting to go out with the Rock when he's done. Chilling like see, a villain on penicillin. Where, that's where it broke me. There's no way the Rock's going out with too cool. <laughs> it's like no. no. Mm, but maybe Rikishi. Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe for sure not Scotty Jihadi. Maybe even Grandmaster Sexy. He's a big Memphis guy. He started Memphis. Maybe Grandmaster yeah. for sure. Sky get the fuck off. He can bounce right the hell off. Him and him and Brian Christopher same age. Grew up in yeah, Memphis. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's sexy. Maybe not. Not Scotty Jihadi. Maybe no, lost it. No, lost the formula. Lost the plot. When we go backstage from China leaving the arena, Eddie trying to talk to her, saying how he made a mistake. But Eddie, uh, but China gives the ring back and says, "Never talk to me again." Eddie turns around into Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn saying, "You stay away from her. This is the closest you ever be. Now pick up your twenty dollar ring and get the hell out of here, or before I whip your ass." Comprende, comprende, essay. And then he turns around. Then uh, Eddie smashes a bottle over the head of Billy Gunn. Not daddy ass. <laughs> He's a, he'll always be my daddy ass. Interesting look, Billy, with the with that rock like shirt. Tucked in in the flowing blonde hair. It's like not wet. It's all blow dried out it's, and shit. It's like the hairstyle I hate when you if you if you're growing out your hair. It's the hairstyle you need, sir. No. First of all, no. first of all, <laughs> the hairstyle. It's like it's in it's in that in between of super short and long. 
It's, it's, it's like it's in, in between surfer sting and crow sting. It's like scissor me day. It's scissor me day. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to point, point, point this out to you, gentlemen, that in the year 2000, if I had told you that in 2022, Buff Bagel and Billy Gunn would be the hot two of the highlights of wrestling, <laughs> would what would believe. you think? I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck has happened yeah. to wrestling? Yeah, what has happened? You're <laughs> fucking high. <laughs> yeah. And by God, I am but not Tal Bachman. I dare you. I was saying this. Nice call, right? When we when we did no sell, when we did the no sell, and they bring it, uh, the debut of Stokely, <laughs> Buff retreated, going, "That doesn't say Buff." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our main event. God damn it! <laughs> Kurt Angle and Kane versus Rikishi and The Rock. Oh, the retards. Kane clotheslines Angle right before the match even starts. Uh, <laughs> I honestly thought at the moment it was going to be Kane versus Rick Angle, but then Rikishi comes out. I'm like, oh, okay. Then The Rock comes out. I'm like, oh, what is going on? I actually like that. You have a heart cool. Have a close light. Yep. Uh, Kane and Rikishi begin to brawl before The Rock even gets out. Uh, Angle just leans on the barricade to watch because, you know, he's got assaulted by his teammate. <laughs> Makes sense to me. We see I'm not tag in. <laughs> we see Stephanie watching this from the back. Uh, Kane with the power slam to the rock. Uh, Kane with a Jeff Jarrett Patton sleeper hold on the rock. Uh, rock Who's telling Kane to do sleeper holds? That's a stinger. Apply. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, all, we all remember that five minute chokehold. We need to go back to that. <laughs> slow it down, Kane. Got it, brother. <laughs> Gotta get Stretch. it. Nice little part. <laughs> Kane, uh, uh, Rock with the spine buster on Kane. Rikishi with a leg drop. Kane with, uh, with a DDT to Rikishi. Then he hits a choke slam on Rikishi. But that's when Kurt wants tagged in. So uh, Kane grabs Angle by the throat on the outside, then lifts him over the top rope and choke slams him into the ring. And then tag, Kane leaves. Tag, I guess. <laughs> Not quite the Rock and Roll Express, but you, you know, it's a way to tag in. Is a tag. Uh, Angle hits the Olympic slam on Rikishi, but celebrates, but turns around and walks into a rock bottom. And then Rikishi hits the bonsai drop for the win. That should be it, right? Nope. As Mick Foley comes out and he says, I'm here, here to reveal the person that ran over Stone Cold. All the evidence points to the rock. The rock's car was the one that hit Austin. Rock has fingerprints in the car. DNA, Rock's sunglasses within glove glove box. Rock has gained a lot since Austin's left. T-shirt sales, movie rolls, main event manias, main eventing pay-per-views. And all of this... I made a video with Austin the year before, anyways. The And all of this... <laughs> Foley finds Rock not guilty. He's a terrible judge. <laughs> terrible judge. As the person who's guilty is one, Rikishi. It's like, what? Foley says it hit him. He hit, he hit Foley too? No, Jesus he hit Austin. God damn it. It's a serial killer. No, it hit him as it hit him to find out that he, when he was talking to Scotty and Scotty said, I was hanging out with Rikishi back at Survivor Series. Foley's like, you weren't even on TV yet. Why were you backstage? To Scotty or Rikishi? Rikishi. To Rikishi. Oh, good. Like Scotty was literally on you the know. card. No, he said that uh, Rikishi hadn't debuted yet. Yeah. Uh, the mirrors on the car was moved to fit a large man. A very large man. So we go oh, to... I fully know that. Did you call and get a copy of the fucking police report? Bum-bum. This is McFoley. I need a copy of the police report faxed to the goddamn Anaheim Pond. Yes. As uh, Foley said, uh, as Rikishi now says, he did it. He ran over the rock. 
Rikishi says for the that. Rostam. Oh, run over Rostam. But he did it for the Rock. Rikishi took the Rock's keys. Rikishi saw Austin in the parking lot, and things flashed before his eyes. The WF have always been known for the great white hope. Buddy Rogers, Bruno Sammartino, white. Uh, Bob Backlund, Hulk Hogan. Got a pop. But Got booze. a huge pop. But booze, too. Still a pop. Still not, not what they wanted when he said the name. Nope. Probably shouldn't have said it. Oops. <laughs> and Stone Cold. WF has left the Island Boys in, but they were held back. Rock's grandfather could have been WF champion, but held back. Jimmy Fly Super <laughs> Sanuka held back. Jimmy Fly. <laughs> Jimmy Who the Fly- fuck is Jimmy Fly Super Sanuka? First of all, that's his name going forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jimmy Fly Super Sanuka. <laughs> yeah, Super Sanuka. It's kind of like that band, uh, Boomer like, Stickle Nightmare. Yeah, you never heard of him? It's like Super Nickel Snakeback. It's like Super Shredder. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, what was it? Jimmy, Jimmy Superfly Super Snooker. Snooker. Jimmy Superfly Super Snooker. Jimmy Fly Super Snooker. Jimmy Fly Super Snooker. He could have been champ if it wasn't for that <laughs> damn cocaine problem and murdering bitches in hotel rooms. Of course, he has a new gimmick. You need a new Twitter handle, sir. <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Superfly. <laughs> Jimmy. God damn it. Jimmy Fly Super Snooker. <laughs> Jimmy Fly Super Snooker. Oh my god. Going forward. Boomerickle Stank back. Uh, Alpha and Sika and Samu and Tatong and Kid all held back. Tatong and Kid, come on now. Stop. I mean, the Samoans were like legendary. Alpha and Sika were legendary. Trade Christian, dog. And, uh, Tatong and Kid, he loved the cocaine. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Who doesn't? He doesn't? loved the cocaine. Uh, Rikishi doesn't expect any favors or payback from The Rock. Rock had nothing to do <laughs> I with this. For him, don't, don't worry about it. I'm yeah, so good. I took this hit I'm for ride him. Uh, Rikishi takes full responsibility. Rikishi says if he could do it again, he would. And that is how we end Monday Night Raw. Finding out that one Stone Cold Steve Austin was ran over by one Rikishi and that he did it for The Rock. Thoughts? Um, I mean, it's my what the fuck later. Okay. What a what a dud that was, huh? Ooh. Even back then, I remember being like, "Well, that's super out of nowhere." Why would Rikishi? That doesn't make sense. Like, I, I honestly, at that point, I didn't even realize they were cousins until like you know later they explained because like, I didn't care about this shit then. So I was like, "What? What in the fuck?" And now I'm just like. Oh, it's my WTF as well, and we'll get to it then. But uh, we were we were wow. building this for a while, so I was curious how I would, like how it would play out. Even the crowd was like, "Huh." I don't because we definitely want to boo Rikishi. That's definitely what we want to do. I don't remember um, the build. We'll get to it later. Um, but uh, fa- best show, Nitro. Nitro. Raw sucked. Joe, say Raw, you coward. Do it. Oh, you know you want to. No, you want to. You know you say it. Say it. Say it, you coward. Jimmy Fly Super Snooker. Let's go. You loved all those Foley interrogations. <laughs> it's Nitro. It's Nitro because the down, those dumb interrogations. <laughs> Let's go to the ratings. Let's find out. So last week, WCW. Was it on a different time this week? Nitro was the same time. Same time. So WCW. Was it taped? Or was it live? It was taped. Okay. Uh, WCW got 2.6, or WF got a 5.4. 
This week, WCW got a 2.5, and WWF stayed at that 5.4. That's about their apex down thing for TNN. Yep. <clears throat> no more sixes, dog. Nope. So, let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start it off with best match. I had primetime versus Ray. That's what I had. Me too. Started a hot, went down it from there. Jabroni match of the week. Speaking of, uh, Blackman versus Raven. Yeah. yeah. Awkward awkward terrible. fuck, man. And Agreed. Again, uh, you got to be impressed to do that to Raven because Raven's fucking good. Now, so. did they not make that hardcore because the women's match was hardcore? Yeah, yeah. because they did so. back to back and they didn't want Which would have been my other pick. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, if, since they did back to back hardcore matches, even though they. Do it for everybody else, the women. <laughs> also, I don't need to see Steve Blackman in a regular match. It's not why we paid to see Steve Blackman. You're mm-hmm. damn right. So Jabroni, so we did a Jabroni match. Who is your MVP? Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Fantastic. <laughs> Woo! All your slap nuts. All your little slap, uh, little stingers. Stingers. Uh, Fifteen dollars. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> it was that low. <laughs> Two thousand. Yeah. Uh, who is your motive? Rikishi. Oh yeah, Rikishi. Oh my god. And not only is this storyline stupid, he didn't even believe it when he said it. And, like, The Rock was standing there like, I gotta be a part of this horse shit. You can tell they've been wanting to turn him hill for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And we'll get to the, my yep. WTF. We'll I think everybody's WTF the same thing. Uh, it's Rikishi. So, WTF. Let me just go into it. Yep. If you don't mind. Um, it was obviously supposed to be Billy Gunn. Yep. For DX. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, it's Rikishi. He, he did it for DX. <laughs> because... They they got rid of DX. Bill Gunn got hurt. Austin's finally back. The only issue is Billy Gunn's also back. You could have still had to be Bill Gunn. That was one of my point. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Why did you have to change it? He's he's here now. You're ready to do Billy Gunn's annual push. How about I tried to kill Austin and then boom, there's your push. But instead, I thought exactly thought. But said they want to push Rikishi. They've wanted to turn him heel. They didn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, why don't we just kill two birds with one stone? And make him the guy, which makes no sense. And put my kayfabe hat on. Ooh. They knew that they moved the that the mirrors were moved for a bigger guy. And there's no fingerprints on the wheel. But did they not check the seat for ass juice? If he's in his thong, yep. <laughs> sitting there, there's gonna be ass juice on that seat. They didn't check for that. Bum bum. Terrible cops in Detroit. Where did they find the car? I did it for the rock. I don't know. It's a good point. Where'd they find the car? Was it back in the doesn't um, move quickly. <laughs> yeah. So you can't see Rikishi running the fuck away. You know what I mean? And did like turn like, it up, banging it, banging it. Another thing, banging it, banging. Another, bang another bang. part that makes it go. Hmm. So nobody talked to Scotty or or Grandmaster or even the Rock, who was going to hang out with him later that night. Back. Yeah, I don't know where the hell Rikishi went. He just disappeared for a while, about a couple hours. Don't know. They also, just, uh, why did Rikishi need the Rock's car to the hotel? You don't have a car? How'd you go to the arena? <laughs> he, took the, he just said he took the keys out of the back. No, yeah. he said to go back to the hotel. Oh, yeah. yeah. To whatever the fuck he was doing. Maybe he forgot his keys. So did he steal the keys? How'd he the arena? Did he steal Touché. the keys and not ask the Rock? Because the Rock, the, the, the night after, would have did the Rock had no stuck? idea why his car was stolen. Did Who the did Rock it? just get stuck at the arena that night? Who knows? I mean, like, so many, like, questions that if they'd have taken 30 seconds back, this doesn't make it's any sense. It's not staying in the package. No, no, this is this is terrible. We just solved this crime, and this I, cold case. In all honesty, this is the this is one of the first big moments where, as a hardcore fan, you were like, "Oh, 
It's one of the first big blunders That's in a sick. long time. They had not right? made a lot of big blunders. I mean, small ones. Yeah, but, but this does. is a WWE size blunder. This is terrible. And they hadn't made one. And so the fact that they made one here, you were kind of like, oh, because um, once they make one this big, it's usually and going forward, we see that it is a domino effect. You know what they should have done to tie every single storyline in the history of mankind together. They should have said, "Was Sting doing it? Sting hit Hogan and Austin." Yeah. Okay, how many people Sting running over? Sting had blonde hair once. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he's used to stealing cars like the cop car in '96. First of all, sir, so, <laughs> borrowed it. Borrowed. So he just stole. He saw, the he saw a crime. Whatever horseshit Joe, Joe was saying then. He, there was whatever a shit cat he was saying. in a tree. <laughs> so what happened? I got it. What happened was it's late '99. Sting already half committed. Maybe it was Goldberg. Sting is at best half committed to wrestling in '99. You, you know. I mean. You know. Best case scenario. You know, he had... So, here's what really happened in 96. Sting had to go meet up with his informative. Super... Jimmy Super Sting. Had to meet up with him, because... Oh, that's... You know what? That's how he got away with it. Sting covered up the crime. Yeah. Tell me intel. Oh, no. God. Sting is the Denzel Washington of this terrible movie. Is this the real estate stinger here? So what I was going to say was at best Sting is half committed in, in late 99. Just, you know, got Get tickets, out. knew there was a wrestling show in Detroit, thought it was WCW, got there, realized, oh, this isn't even the right fucking company. Wrong show, sorry. And he just sees his car, Sped gets up. in it. Speeds to get to the fucking to the to the plane to get to the actual real city. Accidentally hits the like, redneck on the way. He thought it was a bump. Can't be bothered to stop. He's got to make that red eye. He's got to get to Saskatoon for fucking Nitro the next night. <laughs> he already made the blunder. He's at the wrong goddamn company's fucking event. He's embarrassed because he has <laughs> Surfer Sting paint on for some reason. Yeah. That's what happened. We figured it out. Uh, boo. All of that's better than what the fuck they gave us. Uh, just, it just it fell flat with the crowd. Agreed. <coughs> so much so that they have to correct or action in like two weeks. Ooh, interesting. So my dote is also the fact that Rikishi doing it for The Rock, and then because I definitely remember this part. I don't remember what happens after it. Me too. Well, he did it for The Rock. He did it for the people, um, the brown people from the island, brother. Brother. But yeah, uh, it is. It's Dirty F is the idea. <laughs> the idea. Jimmy Five Super Sunoco. As um, God damn it. As the fact of once again what Corey said, we had Billy Gunn. We can use Billy Gunn. Now we're going to transition Billy Gunn to go on against Eddie. Yeah, we we want Mister Ass to be a face now. Well, when you have feather hair like that, you got to be face. He's that seventies. He's that seventies ass. So, this brings an end to this Monday Night War Stories. We're moving on to the Midweek War Stories coming up. We're still down under for Thunder. Thunder down under. Yep. Shout out to Excalibur in Las Vegas. We're going to find out. Hopefully we find out what what, uh, will happen with the ending to Raw. What what you mean to say is hopefully we'll... We'll see if they've bothered to be any more creative and actually flush out this terrible storyline that just started for no reason. We'll find out. Maybe. Probably not. We're, we don't know yet. But that'll be on the Midweek War Stories, which you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right. nosoentertainment.com. Where you can find all of the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Baby. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 